Hi, this is Andy Katz, host of March Madness 365, presented by Grammarly. This week on the podcast, listen as we break down the latest AP poll and give you insights on my updated Power 36. Listen to March Madness 365 with Andy Katz, presented by Grammarly, wherever you get your podcasts. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner that gives your team an instant first draft in a few clicks, not a few hours. Companies that use Grammarly save an average of 19 days per employee per year. Grammarly works seamlessly across 500,000 apps and websites. Get personalized on-brand writing help everywhere your team works. Learn what better writing can do for your company at Grammarly.com. Grammarly. Easier said. Done. So, Raquel um, is known for basically being the party pooper of our gatherings. You know, how time she... She starts arguing with someone. As soon as she hears something that she doesn't like, she starts arguing with people, calling names, you know, just screaming. This is the plaintiff, Marilia Cotto. She says her older sister, the defendant, owes her money, and she can't get her to pay it back. That's right, she loaned her money in her time of need, and now her sister's trying to stiff her. So she's suing her here and now for the $300. She's old. This is the defendant, Raquel Cotto. She says she was about to repay her sister when an argument started, which turned into an all-out brawl. The plaintiff and her daughter busted her daughter's lip, and they pummeled her in the face. She had to miss work due to the injuries caused by the plaintiff and owes her despicable sister nothing. She's accused of a family squabble. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum. The People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Leon is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Marilia Cotto, you're suing your sister, Raquel Cotto, for $300, the balance of a loan that you say she still owes you. Talk to me. Why did you loan her money? Okay, so the defendant is my younger sister, which I love dearly. On November 5th, 2020, she um, asked me to borrow $1,000 to pay uh, part of her rent and to buy her de- um, her son a bed. She would pay me the following week, which was a Friday the 13th. Was she moving into a new place? Yes, she was. So she okay, needed help ahead. with the security. Um, okay. The 13th came and she gave me $700 and told me that she was um, going to pay me the remaining balance within the, the next couple of weeks. Um, it never happened. So on December 19th, I had a small gathering, family gathering at my house, and there was an altercation with her and her niece, my daughter, and and ended up being four people, her daughter and my daughter's girlfriend. So it was... Okay, what are you calling an altercation? Are you talking about physical? Physical, yes. So it started... Why? What happened? What what started it? So Raquel um, is known for basically being the party pooper of our gatherings, you know? How? Every time she, 
she Bye. starts arguing with someone. So why, as soon as she hears something that she doesn't like, she starts arguing with people, calling names you know, just screaming. And so that's what happened that day. What was the right. reason for the fight? I'm either going to ask you or I'm going to ask her. Somebody's going to tell me. So just tell me, what was the reason? Okay. okay, so I was outside when the whole um, altercation started. I heard it from outside and I came in and they were already in each other's face arguing. Right, but you've learned afterwards what it was about. So tell me what you learned. What was it about? Well, it was about marijuana. She wasn't smoking. Yeah, but what? With- what about it? Raquel wanted her to smoke with them, my daughter. Okay. And your daughter said, no, I'm not going to do that. No. And then what happened? No. She started yelling at her in her face, my daughter. Saying what? That she shouldn't act like that. Just acting like she she did something wrong. She was screaming and calling her names to her face. What names like everybody was she calling me, her? Um, greedy bitch, um, you know, all this stuff. All this stuff. Oh, so, okay, so stop. Was your sister trying to get your daughter to provide the marijuana? Yes, she was. She wanted her to smoke with that, with her. Okay, but, and, but when she calls her greedy, that implies that she was trying to get her to share her stash. Right. Okay, right. so according to you, what happens? How does it get physical from there? Um, Raquel threw the, the first punch because I saw it with my own eyes. Um, with, to, uh, at, your, she, at your daughter? At, my, um, at her girlfriend. My daughter's At your daughter's girlfriend? Okay, and then what happens? And so she punched her. Now my daughter saw it, and she jumps in. Now her daughter jumps in. So now there's four people outside. You know, all hell breaks loose. Are your your family events often like this, or is this an anomaly? Does this happen at family events? Physical like this? I mean, mean, Merry Christmas, all. Okay. I know, I know, I know. Um, this is so, crazy. Is this not crazy uh, to you guys? Is this normal? It is. It, it is. Right. No, it's not normal. So did the, were the police called or it didn't get to that? No, it did not get to that. After Did everybody... you go outside and did you, did you jump into the melee as well? Right. The whole family did. We was trying, oh not jump in, we was trying to separate them. Oh, okay. That's what, All right. At any right. point in time, you go, did you hit your sister, Raquel? I don't know. I just was pulling people apart. I I have no idea. I got hit. My mom got hit. Um, everybody got hit. So, I, <laughs> yeah, it was a mess. It was a mess. Okay. Ms. Cotto, Ms. Raquel Cotto, let me hear your side of what ha- of what's going on here. First of all, my understanding is that from reading your answer to the complaint that you do not contest that you still owe $300, correct? Yes. yes. Right. What you're saying is I shouldn't have to pay him because this other thing happened and I'm damaged yeah. by it. So talk to me and tell me about this other thing that happened. Yeah, we, we get together and like she said, I'm normally a party pooper. That's a lie because she invites me all the time. And if I don't come, she'd be mad if I don't come to her stuff. So that day I really did not want to go. It, I did not want to go, but she insists for all of us to go. So we get there, and yeah, it's everybody wants to smoke, and her daughter's saying that she's not going to smoke with, with her stuff with everybody. Her daughter wasn't going to do that. And I say, you're greedy. You're, oh, you've always been that way anyway. So keep your stuff, and we have our own. That's it. That's all that was it. And then she started getting crazy, and then she, my daughter said, who are you talking to? And she said, to no one. My niece is telling my daughter to no one, and then they were going to go at it. So we went outside. 
Outside. What was it the daughter said? Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you actually go outside to get physical? It's not like it just erupted? No, it was planned? Everybody walks outside no. to... to no, me, okay. me and my daughter are leaving because we didn't want us, we didn't want no altercation. So me and my daughter are leaving and they come outside, my niece and the girlfriend, and keep instigating and saying stuff and, you know, oh, talking nice. crazy. What so is, what are me, people saying? What is, what is your niece and her girlfriend saying? Very vulgar, vulgar stuff. <laughs> okay. So it all, it, it all got crazy. More words back and forth. We're trying to leave. They come out. They're still talking. And then we, I went up to my, my niece's girlfriend because she, I'm telling her, mind her business is not her family. And that's how it all started with the punching. Well, I don't know. Who I know, but wait, how did the punching start? According to your sister, it yeah, was you who threw the first punch at her. Yeah. yeah I, so I, I how is that going to, okay. So if, if now we know how the fight started, explain to me how this excuses you paying this lady $300 that you owe her. They all hit me at the same time. My daughter had to get in. To, yeah, to but help you're me. saying you started it. You just admitted to me that you started it because you'd had enough of the daughter's girlfriend. <laughs> well, yeah, they right. followed us they outside. If, if, I, if I didn't charge that dumb, I'm pretty sure they would charge Who's me. Who's talking next to you? Who is it that's talking next to you? Who's that? Kevin, my daughter. Okay. Can you swear in, please, Douglas? Absolutely. Can I get you to raise your right hand, please? You solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God. Yes. What happened with that fight? It started inside the house, and it, then it continued outside. When they followed us outside, we were, we were going to leave, and they started saying words out their mouth that was very disrespectful. This, that's, the, that's the family part you don't know. That's just how they is. So she ran up on my mom. Her daughter ran up on my mother first. That's what I watched and seen happen. So when she ran up on my mom, I ran up on her. That's it. How old's your mother who ends up in the melee too? How old's your mother? 60. 60. With a brace. She, All right. already, she already had a brace on okay. from a surgery. Okay, so maybe she shouldn't be trying to separate anybody. What ended up happening with exactly. your mom? Did she get hurt? Yes, yeah, she did. did Are, she is your mom talking to both of you or is she upset at somebody? No. She's talking to She's both wrong. of us. Yeah, okay. All right, um, Raquel, uh, nothing that you have said uh, ha rises to the level of excusing you from paying a debt that you owe. Um, I think you know that deep down inside. I'm kind of sad because the first words out of your sister's mouth is, whom I love dearly, you know, and, and I just wonder, did it really have to get to this? Did it have to get to a lawsuit where... No, you know, you guys end up, um, you know, if it's true that every get-together she has, she really wants you there, oh, come on, come on, come. It's obvious that there's love there. I, I just kind of, mm -hmm. seriously, you know yeah, you owe the daughter. $300. She knows that. She yeah, that's fine, but you're daughter. not punishing her daughter. You're not punishing her daughter. You're punishing that. your sister. Right, but you're not punishing the daughter. You're punishing your sister. Do you get it? Do you get how none of this is related? Okay? Because if you have a fight with her daughter, you have a problem with her daughter, your problem's with her daughter. And what you're doing is you're failing to pay a debt because now the next time you need $1,000 for something, don't go to her because look at where it, where it ended up. And she's been there for you. I'm ordering you to pay the $300 verdict for the plaintiff, plus, of course, your court costs. Good luck, folks. Thank you, Your Honor. So the plaintiff, Marilla, is going to get her $300 back from her sister, Raquel. Let's talk to Raquel and ask her, what is this going to do, do you think, to your relationship with your sister for now and in the future? Uh, I have no clue. I don't know what's, 
what's going to happen. Well, that's a, that's that's a shame. All right. Well, anyway, you owe her three hundred dollars. You're going to have to give it to her now, Morella. Let me ask you this. I mean, you took the step of suing your sister. That had to be kind of hard for you, wasn't it? Um, I love my sister regardless. Um, our relationship is going to, you know, we're just going to have to work on our relationship from now on. But we will get together again, um, no doubt about it. All right. Well, good luck to you. Five days before Christmas, <laughs> and these folks got three generations throwing knuckles at each other <laughs> at the party. My God, how did that go sideways so fast? Uh, over Lord over Lord. marijuana. Right. There's, there's, there's people to whom that kind of violence isn't out of the ordinary, right. and, and so they don't see it as that big a deal until right. it gets pretty far. Right. But the thing about sisters, sister-on-sister uh, -sister cases, like the sisters are like, you, you know, their own best friends, but it's, it's a love-hate relationship. They know where the vulnerabilities are, and they know how to get you in an argument. But it kind of sounds like the whole thing started with the daughter anyway. Like it didn't, you know, she just, she's a Johnny come lately, the plaintiff right. running out there. So really under no stretch should she deprive her right. sister of the money she owes her. Certainly not entitled to a set off because no. of this fight based no. on the money. The money no. just has to get paid. Yeah, absolutely. But I tell my daughters that all the time, as you know, we tell our daughters right. that uh, best friends cradle to grave. Amen. So Tony wants to know this. Hey, Harvey. The place that changed my car's oil used real oil instead of synthetic, and they messed up my car something bad. They're saying I should have told them to use synthetic, but aren't they supposed to know which oil to use in which car? Well, yes, they are. Uh, the question, by using real oil, does that really cross the line? And I don't know the answer to that, because I don't know your car. So I will say two things. One, you got to find out if using real oil is customary in that industry of changing oil, and if the answer is yes, you're out of luck. And the second thing you gotta know is this, you should be directing them if you have something specific that you want and that you don't want. And that will do it for this case, litigants for the next case inside the courtroom. Hi, this is Andy Katz, host of March Madness 365, presented by Grammarly. This week on the podcast, listen as we break down the latest AP poll and give you insights on my updated Power 36. Listen to March Madness 365 with Andy Katz, presented by Grammarly, wherever you get your podcasts. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner that gives your team an instant first draft in a few clicks, not a few hours. Companies that use Grammarly save an average of 19 days per employee per year. Grammarly works seamlessly across 500,000 apps and websites. Get personalized on-brand writing help everywhere your team works. Learn what better writing can do for your company at Grammarly.com. Grammarly. Easier said, done. This is the plaintiff, Kimberly. She says she hired the defendant to do some work around her house, and the guy took off with all her money. The defendant took advantage of her and her situation, and she's here seeking a full refund in the amount of $3,810. This is the defendant, Nick. He says he tried to help out the plaintiff the best he could, but there's no pleasing this woman. Bottom line, he did a great job. She paid him, and now she has to leave him alone. He's accused of making a big mess.
All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff says she hired the defendant to do some work around her house. And not only did the guy not do the work, he stole her money. But the defendant says there's simply no pleasing this woman. Lord knows he's tried and she needs to leave him alone. It's the case of home unimprovement. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right, Ms. Kimberly, years ago, about two and a half years ago, you hired Mr. Nick to do some work. What was the work you hired him to do? Well, I hired him to take care of what initially I thought was a leak, but it was not a leaky roof. It was a seeping of water, rainwater, actually from the floor itself. The, the room flooded after a rain, and I had to do looking around for somebody. I didn't pick anybody. I checked around on Yelp and what have you. I found uh, this gentleman, and I received his business card when he came out. I explained the situation. He came out, and he looked at this room. This is a room that's attached to the back of my house, so it has a separate entrance. And I didn't notice the water, so it had been flooded. I don't even know how long. I found this gentleman. Oh. He said he could fix it. He came out. He gave me an estimate on it. Uh, he tried to initially blamed the flooding on everything but uh, where it was leaking from. It was seeping from the floor. The roof has no leak at all. There are no water marks in my ceiling, nothing. It was supposed to be like maybe a two or three day you job. You hired him to do what? He was supposed to fix the hole in the wall where the water was seeping into the room and he was supposed from to install planter. like a drainage, correct. The okay. planter is on and the he other side of that wall. Okay. I have, a, I have a picture up. Can you tell me what planter we're talking about? It, it, the area that you see behind the bricks. You see going along there, you see a little cement, little wall going back to a chain link fence right there. Yes. So you're talking about the gray, the gray concrete. That, did there used to be a planter like I'm looking at here with white brick and red brick? Did there used to be that on that side? It was like what you see. Oh, yes. it was always only what I see now. So here is a Correct. picture of it. And in this picture, I see that there's plastic bags that I guess you have stuck there. Right, because that's what he was supposed to fix. Correct. That's so, what I paid but him But where to fix. was he going to put, if there's no plants there when he goes, what was he putting a drainage system for and gravel rocks and everything else? Because that's where the rain came in. See that wall at the bottom, those holes that I have stuff. When it would rain, the rain would seep into the room through all of those holes right there. So he was supposed to take care of those holes in the bottom of that Whatever you call that wall, he was supposed to fix all of that. You're saying he didn't do the job. How did you find, how did you realize he didn't do the job? Tell me that. I didn't realize he didn't do the job for almost, I don't know how many months. I live in sunny California. I didn't realize until it rained again because he came and supposedly did the work in April. It didn't rain again for a long time, you know, and I don't know how to get that proof from 2018. So the next time no, it rained No, but just tell me, so do you enough, remember, well, the next time it rained, was it still 2018? Uh, I believe it was the end of 2018, yes, I believe so. Okay, and when it rained, did you notice flooding? Yes, but it wasn't totally flooded, so I could see where it came from. The first time it flooded, the whole room was flooded when I came in. So I had no idea. 
And when I see a flooded floor, I'm assuming the roof is leaking, but the roof was not leaking. Right. There were no watermarks. And the top so of my when furniture you came in there was in, dry. I need you to focus. When you came in, a, you know, many months later and noticed that it was leaking a little, how did you notice that? Where did you see the leak or the standing water or anything else? Okay, I shouldn't say leak, I should say seep. It was from that wall by that planter where he was supposed to install a drainage that? pipe. How do you know that? You walk inside the room and you I, see what? I see the water spreading from that wall. Did you take a picture of that? Well, that was a long time ago, the second rain. Okay. Okay, but I'm so, asking if you no, took a picture. The answer is no. All right, so you call him, and what does he do? At first, I reached out to him through the Yelp form. He ignored me. Then I reached out to him through regular email. Do you have the actual email so I can see the email? Yes, you have one of those and his short response to me. Uh, and is this the email where you, where you email him a week after uh, the Yelp or whatever, around a week after the Yelp? You know, yes ma'am, no? I am not I am not sure of the dates. I cannot tell you for sure. It's the letter that's titled Inadequate Service Job Refund. And this one is dated, no, this one is dated January 2020, though. Okay, I am looking at, please look at what I've put up. This doesn't have a date. Do you have this? This looks to be the way that, you, you contacted him through Yelp. So through Yelp, correct. Do you correct. have this on your phone or on your, do you have that on your phone or on your computer? Okay, because it doesn't I have a date. I, you cut off the date. The date is on top of that, and I'd like to see what date you sent, you complained. Oh. Do you have it, Mr. Uh, Nick? Do you do you know what date no. she complained on Yelp? Uh, no. Uh, the only uh, the only message I got from Yelp was she was just slandering, just talking bad about my company. And as a matter of fact, to start over, when we did the flower planter, we dug everything out inside the flower planter. We did a perforated pipe because I told her that the foundation, which I don't do, needs to be taken care of and the roof needs to be taken care of and the chimney because the brick walls have cracks in them and every time you get well, water, it would seep on the okay, inside. Okay, that's fine, but tell me that's what you're supposed to do for $3,800. What is it you're doing? As soon as I took out the soil, we cleaned out the wall that goes into the storage, a waterproof it, let it dry, and then sec second phase is uh, putting the gravel and then the perforated pipe, which is a three inch, that has holes in it and you wrap it up with a black felt. So then, then you put gravel on top of that. So then when you put the soil back, the soil goes into the gravel, it you know, slowly goes down and then goes to the perforated wood and it, it goes okay. out so, from the bottom of the planter. All right, now she is saying that you never put in the pipe and that you didn't do what she paid you to do. What's your answer to that? I, I, I call even the CLB. I, Talk to them, and they told me What's I go go ahead and talk to her. What is the CLB? It's a, the California for my for my license, and they she called them, and they talked to her, and her was denied. She got denied on it. She's not willing to let me go, and I emailed I denied her. Denied on said, what? I'm sorry. Slow down. You're not speaking in complete sentences. Yeah. Did she make a, a a complaint against your license? Is that what you're saying? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes. So go on. And then after that. You know, she went on with them, and I told her I, I'm willing to look at what she's talking about because I didn't understand. And she says, you took my money, and you took off, and you never did anything. I go, well, it doesn't take one or two, three. We were there for three days, and I said, how can, you, how can I take your money the first day, and you pay me in full 
because I don't think she paid me in full. It was three years ago. But I wouldn't take the money and run off. And she knows that she called me in rainy days too. And I went to her roof on her storage and I no charge because I felt bad for her. And we covered her whole roof on the storage with plastic. Miss Kimberly, tell me what evidence you have yes. that they didn't do their job. You're coming to court almost three years later and saying three years ago they didn't do their job. And then you're looking at me and literally saying, when I'm asking you questions, I don't remember that was three years ago. Well, that's on you. You waited three years to sue. So can you just explain to me what evidence you have that they didn't do their job? There is no pipe installed. There's no gravel. When you look at the photos, you can see there's no exit for it to drain. If they installed a pipe, okay. where is the hole for the pipe to drain the water? There's no gravel. You can see the holes okay. are still there. They're supposed to cement the, those holes that are in there because if it rains now, uh, as you see the pictures, of course, water can go in there. They didn't cement. That's still there. And that was not okay. visible at Let first. Let me ask and you, Mr. Nick, this is the know. picture she wants me to look at. I want to hear your response on this. Your Honor, um, and I told her, her foundation is completely moving on her. And that's what I told her. I go, I'm not a foundation person. This foundation, it's bad. This is only going to eliminate a little bit of the water that is coming out to the yard as it's coming out. But you get more rain, no rain gutters. Any, I go, you're going to have a disaster. You're going to have to knock this she place down. She has no rain down. gutters? No. No rain cutters. And I told her it's going right down as soon as you get the right there. As soon as it goes down, it goes right to the bottom of it. I said, your foundation is sinking in a couple of years, couple of months. I don't know, but this will help you out a little. But it's going to go down. If you notice to the left, you see all those gray marks and all that? That's been patched up because all that was cracked. And then you'd have all that rain loosening up. Who patched up that up? Grout. Is that you who patched that up or somebody else? So I. I didn't patch that up. I'm just showing where all those cracks yeah. are at. I'm just showing that. Let, and then let me ask you a question. You is this how the planter looked when you when you were there? No. No. You can see a little bit there? above that. Well, there was more soil, and we took all that soil out, and now it looks like it's actually dipped a little bit more now. And if you notice the top, it looks kind of pinkish. It looks like somebody scraped it or something. Something's been scraped off of that. Well, she says that there was no pipe. Um, where did you lay the pipe? It's literally two and a half feet down. So we dug all that out, all the way to the bottom of that. We dug all that out, and I told her, I'm willing to go back oh and dig it out and show you, and show you that we put in the gravel, we put in the pipe that would literally go down towards that palm tree, and that's where the water would be going out. So what, what was the $4,000 for, removing the soil, putting gravel, and putting the pipe? Oh, yeah. We had to carry that from the front of the house. There's a trailer that dumped gravel in the front. We wheelbarrowed it to the back. Oh, my God. And we God. put it inside there. Let me ask you a question, because I got to tell you, Ms. Um, Kimberly, the problem that you're having in, in the courtroom here is that um, almost two and a half years passed before you complained they didn't do anything. And your evidence I complained that before that is uh, there's no evidence that you complained until the email and the email isn't until 2020. Do you have some evidence? No, that before that's a year and a half I, later. What I so you have a big problem the with the foundation and and that gets worse as time passes. He's not a magician. So but do you judge, have any evidence that you complain? I need you to listen to me. And I, I understand you live in sunny California, and that's fine. But you need to listen to what I'm asking you. The best evidence you have is that a year and a half later, you complain. 
That's the best evidence you have. I don't have any evidence of you complaining sooner but than that. Plus, they're working I, in your house, and they're working there for three days, and you're standing there watching them work for three days. So when I, is it that you I realize that they didn't do anything from a year and a half ago? I don't know anything about construction. When they started the work, I didn't stay out there and watch them. Right, but what evidence do you have that they didn't? The guy's telling you, let me go over and show you I, what I'm, I did, I'm and you trying let to... him go over. He knew that I was contacting the contractor's board. If it was in writing, there would be evidence against him. He only wanted to talk by phone, and I was upset. I didn't want to talk by phone. He didn't start to respond to me until after I complained with the contractor's board. There's a letter there to the California State Contractor's Board that agreed with me that he didn't do his job. Oh, let me but see that. I'm sorry, I didn't see a letter. Stop a second. I did not see a letter where the California State Licensing Board agreed with you. I want to see that. It says, you recently filed a complaint, and we would like to advise you of that complaint's final disposition. Our investigation of your complaint determined that the involved contractor was responsible for one or more possible violations of the professional code. We wanted to inform you that we are sending him an advisory notice which explains the nature of our concerns and emphasizes the importance of proper conduct. This also cautions him that future complaints may result in more severe sanctions. And actually, Your Honor, if I could interject, they are the ones who told me about, I don't know, construction. They are the ones who told me about bonds and that they could not force him to refund my money, but that I could go after his bond. So I went through two different bond companies, um, the one that I did research at the time and the one that he advertised that he had the authority to use. So two different bond companies also agreed with me that he violated me. Uh, I'm sorry. And There's no bond company agreeing with you anything. The only letter I see is a bond company saying, I don't know what you're talking about. We don't, we, you, you put Rick's, Rick Thompson Construction Company. Because when That's I hired him, name. he said, and I have his business card. You can look on his business card. He lists that person's license number. And he told me he had the authority to do it under this Rick Thompson's license number. Were you using someone so else's I, license, which is a practice that unlicensed contractors no, do a lot? No. No. Okay. And look what it says on the bottom. Rick Thompson. That's right. And what does it say on the bottom? Rick Thompson. Yeah. That's exactly what she was yeah, saying. That is, it's right on your it, card. Why is that on your business because, card? Because we do work together, and he they call him on it. They don't call me on it. Look at the numbers. If you call the Were numbers, you... it'll, go to, it'll go to all of us. And we work together, I'm and sorry. he's the gentleman. There's that... no, I don't know what you're, listen, I'm, yeah, no. It's either it's you oh, or it's him. It, and if you're using no, his license, is. just say so. Are I'm you not, using I'm his, not using what his does CMT stand for? What does CMT stand for? That is what I do for mold, for mold remediation. So that's and not a license CMT. to do this? Yeah, no, I did a water damage. I actually did a restoration water damage, removing her soil out of there. That's a water damage, stopping the water from seeping in there. And then I, but uh, the why gentleman, are you putting Rick someone Thompson, else's license on your business card at all? You shouldn't gonna, do that. In uh, fact, uh, it's obvious uh, that the California Board of Licensing got mad at you for something. What did they yeah. say you did wrong? They said several violations. What were the violations? I'll call them. I'll make you wait and yeah. I'll call them. Or you'll just tell me. Tell yeah, me no, what the violations no, were. No, I'm telling you. Because you remember. You can they told me, they just told me that I need to do the estimate the correct way. That if you, you know, they actually gave me paperwork and I said, this is the way you got to do the estimates and this is the way you're going to do or you're going to be violent next time. You're going to get, you're going to get fined for it. And I said, okay, I mean, 
the reason what I'll about tell you having that, someone Trump, else's license number on your card that's a different corporation? Because no. the bonding license belongs to that guy, but it doesn't belong to you because yeah. they denied her. Right. How is that not a he, violation? That's got to be a violation. He's the one that did the Ruth estimate for her. Mr. Thompson did. I you're you're not listening didn't. to me. Yeah. I, no, you stop talking and you listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. You have a business card. Yes, ma'am. And you wrote another contractor's license number. And yes, it says under that Rick Thompson. What information yes, are you conveying? Don't interrupt me. The information you are conveying to a potential client is that if I do business with you, that license number is important. Right? Yeah, I mean, it, and then it, it, it turns yeah. out, You're right. well, no, no, then don't put it on the business card if it's not yours. Because then it yeah. turns out that when she goes to that license number and to Rick Thompson and files a complaint under the bond, that's not for her and you're not right. authorized. And so, yeah, that's a bit of a problem. I think that's kind of a misrepresentation yeah. to her and that's yeah. not okay. And you're Why wouldn't you I let him go over there? No, I want you to listen to my questions. Why wouldn't you let him, let him go over there and show you the work that he did two and a half years ago? Because I knew he didn't do it. I could see with my eyes, there was no exit. He only wrote those things in letters because he knew I was in touch with the contractor's board. He knew that that would be used as evidence right, against but if him. It, I'm not understanding you because if There's, he goes over there and he, stop a second and listen. If he goes over, he's offering to go over there and show you what he did. He would go huh. over there, dig in and show you what he did. Why wouldn't you allow that to happen? You could video it and then you could say, oh, where's the pipe? I don't know where the pipe, but you're expecting me to just trust you. That job that was done a year and a half ago two years ago, two and a half years ago by this point, but a year and a half ago before there's a first record of you complaining that that job, he didn't do anything. And the reason you know is because I can see that the pipe isn't draining anywhere, but you could have seen that right after they did the job. And then you tell me there wasn't rain at all in 2018 from the time he did the job until, you know, the end of the year. I, I, I don't know. I got, and, I, and I'll tell you, I'll still, Ms. Harris, I'm willing to help you and go there and show you. And if I find something that I've done wrong, let me tell you, I'm going to help you. I will definitely help you. Why didn't, and you, know why didn't you allow him to go there and, and pull everything out and show you what he did? I didn't stand out and watch them because I wouldn't have known what they were doing in the first. I knew the work was not done. No dirt was taken out of the planter from the front. Okay, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. It, it was two and a no half years ago. If out. no dirt was taken out of but the planter, no then dirt, you would have known that too. Stop talking. Stop talking. Stop talking. Okay. However, 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 your crying this. isn't going to make a difference. So that's not going to, that's not going to get to me. What we have here is a failure to communicate. He's looking for a pipe in the part you're calling a planter, which looks like Egyptian ruins, this part. And the fellow we're talking to here, the defendant is telling me that the part he put the drainage pipe in is the part that actually looks like a planter, which is the front part. I do, however, have a little problem with you pretending you're bonded if you're not. Are you bonded or you're not bonded? I am bonded, yes, ma'am. If the bond you're bonded, why didn't me. you give her the bonded information? Why is someone else's know. bonding information on your card? Oh, I'm, why is someone else's bonding information on your card? It's, 
I've learned my lesson already on that, and I don't deal okay. with anybody. I I'm do not my own buying stuff that now. you were bonded back then. I don't think you were. I think that's why someone else's bonding letter is on there, because you need it on there. There's a reason why that's on. Listen to me. I come from a long line of contractors. My brother's a contractor. My father was a contractor. I did not just fall off the turnip truck. I know why people do that. When you put someone else's license on there, it's because you don't have the thing that you needed to put. So if you had your own, you would have put your own, okay? So, oh, we all answer the phones. That's, that's not, I'm not buying that. So here is what's going to happen. I find that if I hire you and I think that you're bonded and licensed and you're not, that you're not worth $3,810. I am not going to order you to return all that money to her on the premise that you didn't do anything because she didn't prove that you didn't do anything. She didn't. And she didn't allow you, whether you have good communication or bad communication, you, she did not allow you the opportunity to show her what it is you did, and that counts against her. But messing around putting someone else's bond on your card, and then when she goes to apply against it, she can't because it's false information, it's because you're not insured under them, that matters to me. So I am going to order you to return half of the money that she paid you. $1,905 verdict for the plaintiff. So the plaintiff prevails, but for a very unusual reason. Uh, Nick, the defendant, let me yeah. ask you, Nick, having that bonded on your card, that kind of killed you in this case more than anything else. What yeah. do you think about that? Yeah. Well, you know, partnering up with people, that's the way, you know, you grow and then I've grown. And now I have my own license. I have my own bond. I have everything else. So it is, you know, it, it is what it is, you know. All right. It is what it is. Kimberly, listen, you're getting back $1,900. How about that? Well, what do you think? there's no exit for any drainage pipe. There is no drainage whatsoever. So that's the reason I didn't listen. have him come back. I knew he didn't do the job. And I'm not happy because he still got away with my my money he still got away with it and the job has not been done all right well maybe you've learned something from this just like he has uh but in any event you will get something back so at least be thankful for that well i confess i absolutely did not see that coming how you ended up adjudicating the case but you i as i understand it felt that he breached the original contract in a way because he was not providing licensed bonded work etc Right. Which uh, it, caused her damage. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're getting $3,800 to remove some soil, put in some gravel, and put in a pipe. Right. Because you're a licensed contractor, which right. means something. It means right. that if something goes wrong, you can go against the bond. It's like you're an licensed and bonded. Right. It's, it's an like insurance insur policy that nothing's going to go wrong. And then we find out that he's using something. By the way, that's not a mistake. That's not no, That no, is exactly, no, exactly no. what it looks like. Yes. That's what it yes. is. Yes. We know All how right? that's done. We know how that's done because I've been bit by that dog before. Sure, sure. Um, you know, and, and, and I've seen other people do it. In other, you, you can't misrepresent what it is you're offering. If you are right. offering, ah, oh, bonded, here's the bonding law, you know, you better be bonded. And right. if you're not, then I guess I didn't have to pay top dollar. You know, this really ended up turning on the fact that I really didn't like that the bonding was uh, a farce. And you found some rough justice in that breach of contract and gave her back a pretty significant chunk. Yeah, gave her back half her money for a right. case that she is bringing to court two and a half years after right. the guy did the work. Right. Which she wouldn't let him come and show her, look, this is what you paid me to do. Right. She right. should consider herself lucky I to get so. that money back. I think so. <laughs> so Cheryl wants to know this. Hey, Harvey, if someone gets COVID while they are at work, is that a workers' compensation case? 
So I got to tell you, I think it is, although the law has not been tested in this area. But if you get sick at work and you can't work, um, there can be workers' compensation available. Now, here's the thing. If you recover fairly quickly, and hopefully you do, if you happen to get it, um, it may be that you get no money because workers' comp requires that you be out a certain period of time before the benefits kick in. But the bigger issue is this. There are a lot of untested areas of the law when it comes to COVID. This is a pandemic that we have not seen in our lifetimes. And the laws have really changed a lot, uh, but not with respect to COVID. And now the law needs to catch up with the pandemic. This is what happens a lot in society, where things happen and then the law has to catch up. The law needs a lot of catching up right now because it doesn't address a lot of these issues. But I think as for workers' compensation, I think that if you get COVID and you're out for a prolonged period of time, you can file a claim. And I think you do have a very strong possibility of getting some benefits. Hi, this is Andy Katz, host of March Madness 365, presented by Grammarly. This week on the podcast, listen as we break down the latest AP poll and give you insights on my updated Power 36. Listen to March Madness 365 with Andy Katz, presented by Grammarly, wherever you get your podcasts. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner that gives your team an instant first draft in a few clicks, not a few hours. Companies that use Grammarly save an average of 19 days per employee per year. Grammarly works seamlessly across 500,000 apps and websites. Get personalized on-brand writing help everywhere your team works. Learn what better writing can do for your company at Grammarly.com. Grammarly. Easier said. Done.